Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. I will be with a poem written by Tommy L. Hart. The title, Rides for the brain. He is committed to fulfilling his boss's will. His boss's will is his command. No matter how tall the order is, Mr. Hart is one who rides for the brain. No problem too difficult that he cannot solve. No question so complex he cannot understand. He runs to do both easy and hard. Mr. Hart is one who rides for the brand. He rides for the brand. Yes, he rides for the brand. At his desk with pen in hand, Mr. Hart is one who rides for the brand. And what he sees, he searches it out, giving his all as best he can. Winking at nothing, that's what it's about. Mr. Hart is one who rides for the brand. He rides for the brand. Yes, he rides for the brand. At his desk, with pen in hand, Mr. Hart is one who rides for the brand. Little nice little poem. Nice little poem, I mean. Okay. Now, this episode has to do with the Book of the Dead as given, set forth in the title. Let me just give this little information about the resurrection of the dead. I may have been mistaken. This episode has to do with the Book of the Dead. The book of the dead, Plato's book of the dead. All right, here are some things about the resurrection of the dead. The resurrection of the dead is a long running operation. We have knowledge that many resurrections have occurred within a span of, say, 71 years. But what are the steps involved in any single resurrection event? Job 28, verse 27, gives us some insight into the matter of resurrection. That is, the matter of the resurrection process. It says, 
Then did he see it, he searched it out, he prepared it, and he declared it. The statement speaks of sin, that is, an observation or observations, searching the thing out, research, preparing the data, uh, communicating the problem, and sharing that which has been found out. Those are things done in order to obtain a true resurrection event. There are the implied things like defining or defining the problem, the asking of questions, reflection on the findings, conclusion. This process sounds like a scientific inquiry, and it is just that, a scientific inquiry. For each resurrection I have executed, those steps have been followed. Each resurrection is sure and sound. The result, uh, let's see, see here, the resurrection of the dead or the resurrection of a dead issue is the result of the application of a scientific inquiry into a specific matter. And with that, we go to the issue of the resurrection of God. The issue of the resurrection of God. We go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, which says, And God both has raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. At this time, I will speak to the first part of that verse, which says, God has God has raised up the Lord. The statement is giving information on something already giving information already on something or giving information on something already done. Something past. I introduce a statement from Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 18, which says, the resurrection is past already, i.e., the resurrection is a done deed. But is the resurrection past? Number two, the question encountered here is, is there at this time, this present time, 
a resurrection that has already taken place, and if so, what is the object of that resurrection? Who is ex- who is its executor, or who is its resurrector? Well, the question is easily answered. For there is a number of resurrections from the dead that have occurred already. Here are a few resurrections that have occurred and are past. Resurrection of the issue of no man, the no man moniker. Resurrection of Jesus, the Jesus of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to be specific. Number three, the resurrection of all things. Number four, the resurrection of the covenant of peace. And number five, the resurrection of the Israelites and their plight. The Israelites and their plight. All those resurrections have been duly executed in accordance with the law, and they are passed. Now, the law says to the man, Tommy O'Hart, actually, to be correct, it says to the Lord God, Tommy O'Hart, raise the dead. A three-word commandment, raise the dead. And who has performed those resurrections? Answer, the Lord God, found to be the man, Taniel Hart, is the sole performer of those resurrections those resurrection acts. Number three. So our statement, uh, the statement in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 18, says the resurrection is past. I have, in the above, identified five resurrection acts that are past. The second Timothy chapter two verse eighteen statement is well founded. It is a valid statement. We continue. Number four. One one past resurrection I deliberately did not mention. It is the issue in hand. That is the issue of the Lord's rising from the dead, spoken of in First Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen, saying, "And God hath raised up the Lord." That is an amazing statement. Surely it is an amazing thing for one to raise himself from the dead. 
it is certainly one for the books. But to be fair, it is no more amazing than any of the other resurrections. They are all amazing feats. I turn my page. Number five, God has raised up the Lord. What power? Now, we must remember God has already been identified. You should know that by now. The name of God has been identified. We know who God is. So we go on. And we also know who the Lord is. Remember the the title, The Lord God? Okay. We know who the Lord God is. We have to act on things already known, and we have to keep those those things up front. First Corinthians chapter six verse fourteen says, "God has raised the Lord by His own power." That's something by His own power. But let's be sure we know and understand what that statement is saying. The statement says. God has done something. I must ask, what God is this that is spoken of? Does he have a name? Who is he? Answer, yes, this God is real and has a name, Tommy L. Hart. The statement says, Tommy L. Hart has raised the Lord. The statement says, God has raised up the Lord. The same applies here. Who is the Lord? Is he real? What is his name? Answer, yes, that Lord is real. He has a name. That name is Tommy L. Hart. With that knowledge, the first Corinthians chapter six verse fourteen statement reads God, Tommy L. Hart, has raised up the Lord who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. More clarity. The statement reads God, the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, has raised up himself. God, the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, has raised himself from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. Luke chapter 15, verse 17 says about the Lord, he came to himself. Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God, came to himself. First Corinthians 6.14 says, he, the Lord God, raised or resurrected himself from the dead, from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. He declared himself. Before I get to that, let's say this. Okay, he raised or resurrected himself. Isaiah 59, verse 16 says, 
he saw that there was no man. Now, I could speak on that, but for time, the sake of time, I will just go on. There is much information regarding no man in Lawmaster Archives. All right. Now, he declared himself. Remember, there is an orderliness to these things. He came to himself. He raised or resurrected himself. He saw that there was no man. Now, if he saw that there was no man, then he saw that there was himself. Okay? Remember, no man in the King James Bible is a moniker or nickname for the Lord God in the King James Bible, the Book of the Dead. Okay, so he came to himself. He raised or resurrected himself. He saw that there was no man, and then he declared himself. Romans 1 verse 4 says, and declared to be the son of God with power. Now, we have in Lawmaster Archives recent episodes that speak to the issue of the father and the son. So if you're not familiar with that information, you need to check those things out in Lawmaster Archives. The statement, that same statement, Romans 1.4, ends with this, by the resurrection from the dead. All right? But please consult Lawmaster Archives uh, to uh, get informed on the Father and the Son. All you have to do is just check the titles. The Father, the Son will be in one or more titles. All right? Now, number six, what is evident or what is the purpose of all these things regarding the resurrection from the dead? Answer, one thing evident in all these things having to do with the resurrection from the dead is this. They show the power of the man, Tommy L. Hart. The book of the dead speaks of God's power. It speaks of God's ability. So power here means or refers to ability. All you have to do is check your dictionary out or check your online dictionary out, okay? And you'll see that power has to do with ability. God, the Bible says, has great ability. Okay, now, the book of the dead speaks of God's power. It speaks of Tamiel Hart's ability. Psalm 147 verse 5 speaks to Tamiel Hart's power, saying, Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Now, the word infinite here, for those who don't know, means immeasurably great. So let me read that, that last statement again. God, our Lord, 
God our Lord. Okay. Okay, it speaks to Tommy L. Hart's power, saying, God our Lord is great. No, great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is immeasurably great. Now, that's what the Bible says about Tommy L. Hart, all right? What is our goal here in all these episodes? My goal is to present understanding, to give clarity to Bible, King James Bible, the Book of the Dead, uh, content. That's the goal. That's the purpose, to give, to enlighten, to enlighten, to inform, to give to you the sense of the things which the King James Bible, the Book of the Dead, speaks of, to give you the, the understanding. The Bible says the Lord gives understanding. The Lord is here. The Lord, Tommy L. Hart, is giving you understanding of Bible content, King James Bible content. That's the purpose. That's the goal. Enlightenment. Clarity. Understanding of the issues in the Book of the Dead, the King James Bible. So let me read that last statement again. Psalm 147, verse 5, speaks to Tommy L. Hart's power, saying, Great is our Lord, and of great power, his understanding is immeasurably Great. As I said, this is what the book says about the man, Tommy L. Hart, the razor of Plato's dead issues. Let's move on. Psalm 92, verse 5, speaks directly to the man, Tommy L. Hart, saying, O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. <laughs> you may say differently, but who are you? I'm reading what the book says about the man and his works and even his thoughts. Even his thoughts, it says, and thy thoughts are very deep. I must say this. I want to say this. It doesn't say his thoughts are foolish, foolishness. It doesn't say that. It doesn't insinuate that. It doesn't say his thoughts are silly. His thoughts are frivolous. His thoughts are nonsensical. It doesn't say any of those things. What it does say is his thoughts are, it says to me, 
Your thoughts are very deep. He has already said about my understanding that it is immeasurably great. You may say, Tommy loves to get on Blog Talk Radio and talk about himself. No, the Bible loves to talk about me because I be showing you what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying. That's what I'm showing you even in this episode, even right now I am doing that. Okay? So, wow. Two, two great statements. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is immeasurably great. And he's, uh, he says directly to me, uh, Lord, how great are thy works and thy thoughts are very deep. This episode right here is a work of mine. Each of the 527 episodes right now in Lawmaster Archives is a work of the man, Tommy L. Hart. So in Lawmaster Archives, there is almost 530 works there in Lawmaster Archives by the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. One more statement here, Psalm 126, verse 3. The Lord, Tommy L. Hart, has, it says, the Lord has done great things, but we know who the Lord is. So let me speak with great clarity. The Lord, Tommy L. Hart, has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. That's what the book says about me and my works. The book of the dead asks what is truth. This thing is truth. The book of the dead has much good to say about the Lord, Tommy L. Hart. Get understanding, get wisdom, get knowledge. But the Lord, the Bible says, is the giver of wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Plato's Book of the Dead speaks highly of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. It speaks highly of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, his intellectual prowess and his works and let me add, even of his very thoughts. Thanks be to the great icon, Plato. 1 Corinthians 6.14, I say, Tommy L. Hart saw himself, he came to himself through the agency of Plato's great book of the dead, the King James Bible, he searched out the matter concerning himself. 
he prepared and arranged the matter concerning himself, and he declared the matter of himself. Lord, Tommy L. Hart has raised himself from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. I shouldn't have to say that in the Bible or in the mind of the Bible, as it were, what Tommy L. Hart has done is very great. The Bible says it, okay? So let me read that last statement again. And he declared the matter of himself. Lord Tommy L. Hart has raised himself from the dead, from the book of the dead, the AVB, Authorized Version Bible, which is also called the King James Bible, KJB, or KJV, King James Version. Lord Tommy L. Hart was able, the Bible even says it, to raise himself from the dead. Even from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. Now let me read that together, put that all together. Lord Tommy L. Hart was able to raise himself from the dead, even the book of the dead, the King James Bible. Being raised from the dead, it can be said, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, overcame death in a very real and understandable way. The resurrection of the Lord God from the dead is a past event. Job 41 verse 25 says, he raises up himself. Another confirmatory or statement of confirmation coming from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. I told you last time about the book of the dead. I told you, I gave you reason why it can properly and appropriately be called the book of the dead. And I am calling it that in this episode. The book of the dead, the King James Bible. That is an amazing discovery. The King James Bible is a book or the book, however one wants to say it, of the dead. That's amazing. The resurrection of the Lord God from the dead is a past event. Job 41, verse 25, he raises up himself. That's great. That's power. That's what the Bible is talking about. In this episode, that's what I'm talking about. You know, the, the statements that I've presented thus far in this episode. Great is our Lord and of great power. And the uh, lead statement says, uh, speaks about him, saying that he raises up, he has raised up the Lord. God has raised up the Lord. Well, God is the Lord. Then it goes on, and we see that God has raised up himself 
from the dead. The book of the dead. Not from a grave or anything. I, I explained the phrase from the dead in the preceding episode. As I always say, you should keep up. Don't miss an episode. Everything is important. Each episode is important because one builds on the other. It's a continuous thing. Now, moving on. Number eight. Let's return to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to consider its last part. We dealt, I just dealt with the first part. God has raised up the Lord. There's a second part to the statement. The statement again says, God has both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up. That last part says, God will also raise us up. We know who God is. We know who the Lord is. But what is this us? Has the us been raised as well? Because the lead statement says, will we'll also raise us up. So the question is, has the us been raised at this time? I will put forth a few statements. One, 1 Samuel 7 verse 18 asks, who am I, O Lord God? They ask me that question. How do I know? Because they say, who am I, O Lord God? I know who the Lord God is. All right? You should too. The second statement, Jeremiah 15, verse 15. O Lord, thou knowest, remember me and visit me. The third statement, Psalm 71, verse 20. Bring me up. It's still talking to the Lord God. Psalm 41, verse 10, raise me up. Psalm 86, verse 6, wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Psalm 138, verse 7, thou wilt revive me. Hosea, chapter 6, verse 2, he will revive us. He will raise us up just as that which is asked about in the lead statement, uh, not asked about but spoken about, and God will also raise us up. These things, the statements I just read, say the same thing. They say the same thing. They ask for the same thing, that God raised them up. Okay? The writers, the speakers, want to be uh, brought up. I know that because the commandment, they say in Psalm 71, verse 20, bring me up. Revive us again. So there's a me pronoun there. There's a us pronoun. Now, what have I said about the great icon Plato? I've said that the great icon Plato is representative of the Israelites' former gods. That's what I've said. That's what I say now. So the gods 
are asking to be brought up. They're asking for resurrection. Uh, they they look forward. They expect the resurrection of of themselves. He will raise us up. He will revive us. Revive and raise, or revive and uh, revive and resurrect. They share a same. They share a same meaning. Now they have different meanings as well, but there's a meaning that they both share to bring up. Uh, to okay, I think I said that in the last episode. To bring up, to be noticed. You know what bring up means, okay? Bring a thing up, raise up, raise it up, raise up an old issue. That's what this is about. So from those statements, it is evident God has, and I've already spoken to that, in the preceding episode as well, God has a responsibility of remembering, visiting, bringing up, reviving, and raising, which is resurrecting the dead. I underlined bring me up, revive me, and raise us up. That That is heavy responsibility. But the man God, the man Tommy O'Hart has met the challenge. He didn't back away. He didn't retreat. He met. He faced the challenge. He met the challenge, and he did what was asked and what was required. Now, and that's what the poem is talking about, the poem that I read at the beginning. That's what it's talking about. All right. Meeting the challenge. Mr. Hart, meeting the challenge. Uh, facing the responsibility, acting to bring it to pass. Doing the things he should do. Doing the things he is expected to do. Now, But still, who is the us? And now, who is the me? I say to you, the me and the us are one and the same. Sometimes the gods say us. Sometimes the gods say me in the book of the dead. I have raised or resurrected the great icon Plato. I have said that the great icon Plato is representative of the former Israelite gods. It is this icon that says, bring me up, revive us, raise us, i.e., resurrect us. I, the man, Tamiel Hart, the Book of the Dead's Lord God, have done that. I have done those things. When I raised the icon Plato from the Book of the Dead, I raised the Israelites' former gods. 
Using Psalm 71, verse 20 terminology, I have brought up the Israelites' former gods. So, who is the us in our lead statement, 1 Corinthians 6, 14, which says God will also raise us up? The us in the lead statement is the great icon, Plato, which is representative of the Israelites' former gods. Plato says, bring me up. Tommy L. Hart has raised the issue of Plato as required. He has resurrected Plato from the book of the day, the King James Bible. The resurrection of the great icon Plato is a past resurrection. Event. Hebrews eleven nineteen gives confirmation of that matter. It says God was able to raise him up even from the dead. That is from the book of the dead. That's confirmation. I say I have raised up, I have resurrected Plato from the dead. The Bible says, it confirms that saying, God was able to raise him up. God has raised up himself from the dead. And God has raised up the great icon, Plato, from the book of the dead, the King James Bible. Now we move on. And these statements are confirmation are very important. All of Bible statements are very important. One is no more important than the other. They are all very important. Whether they are confirming something God has done, whether they are speaking about something God will do, it, it doesn't matter. All the Bible statements used by the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, are very important. They are, they are of utmost importance because they give us understanding. They either confirm or deny something. I say I did so and so, and the Bible comes along and says, God did this, or however it wants to say it. It gives confirmation. It gives confirmation. Now, moving on to the next, number nine. There is, have you noticed, there, there is so much information. Just think about 528 episodes in Lawmaster Archives or Lawmaster Archives. 528 episodes. Most most episodes are an hour long, at least. Most of them. All right. That's a lot of information. 528 episodes. That's a, And things are constantly 
being presented that are new. New. Constant. Even in this episode, I've brought, brought up statements, I've introduced statements that I had not before. In every episode, there is, some, there is, there is something new. In, in a lot of them, there is more than one thing that's new, but in every episode, there is something that is new that adds to our learning and our knowledge of God, our learning, knowledge, understanding of the Book of the Dead, the King James Bible, it's a lot, a lot of information. Now, moving on, as I said, number nine. What is this? The King James Bible, the book of the, book of the dead, asks concerning itself. Now, listen closely. What is this? The Bible asks a question regarding itself. It says, what is this? Just like Plato asks in the book of the dead. It says to me, he says to me, Lord, who am I? Or who am I, Lord? He has something about himself. Okay? Now, so, so this is my strange. A book asking a question with regard to itself. Not strange at all. You've probably probably asked a question about yourself. Anyway. The book asks regarding itself, what is this? It asks the Lord God that question. Ephesians 5.32 says, this is a great mystery. Notice the pronoun this. What is this? This is a great mystery. So the King James Bible, the book of the dead, asks concerning itself, saying, this is a great mystery. What is this? What is the King James Bible? That's what it's asking. It's saying the King James Bible is a great mystery. What is it? What is the mystery? That question has already been answered, but I must answer the question. Answer. The King James Bible is found to be the book of the dead in that its primary matter consists of dead issues. Remember I said at the beginning that this episode is dedicated, or even in the description, I said this episode is dedicated to the, to the, um, to the idea, which is a fact, that the King James Bible is a book of the dead, or the book of the dead. Either, either way you say it is perfectly fine. A book of the dead, the book of the dead. Either way is perfectly fine. Either way is correct. Now, so, answer, the King James Bible is found to be the book of the dead in that its primary matter consists of dead issues. Isn't that something? That's easy to understand, isn't it? The primary matter in the Bible, uh, its primary matter consists of dead issues Therefore, hence we get the understanding that the Bible, the King James Bible, is a book of the dead. It's a book of dead issues. Okay, I think that's easy to understand, all right? It's easy to grasp. 
Now, if its primary matter consists of dead issues, then the book itself, the King James Bible, the book of the dead itself, can properly and appropriately be characterized as a dead book. Now, that's new. I had not said that before. The King James Bible is found to be a dead book. Okay? And dead meaning meaning just what I said about dead in the preceding episode. Okay? The Bible itself, yes, it, its primary matter consists of, it consists of dead issues. The Bible itself, the King James Bible itself, is a dead book. Some may question that saying, how can it be dead? How can it be a dead book when so many millions of people use it? <laughs> they don't use it with understanding. The issues are still not raised. They don't raise any of the issues in the King James Bible. The church does not do it. No, no, no. That's why of all the things that I teach and have presented on Lawmaster Law Program, not one of those issues is taught or taught about, talked about. Not one is, is, is you know, addressed in the church, the Christian church, not a one. The black church doesn't address any issue that I have raised. Notice the word raised. Not a one. Moving on. Let's see where I am. Okay. It is a book having dead issues. Its dead issues were in a state of expectation. The dead issues in the King James Bible awaited the day and time of their resurrection from the dead. The dead issues looked for the coming of the resurrector. Now the resurrector has come and executed many resurrections from the dead. The book of the dead says in Psalm 126 verse 3, the Lord has done great things for us whereof we are glad. The effect of the resurrector and his work of resurrection is gladness. Are you glad for these things? Are you glad for the things the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, has resurrected? Are you glad for the things the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, has raised from the dead? From the book of the dead? The King James Bible? What have I done? Answer. I have answered the book of the dead's question, which says, this is a great mystery. What is this? The King James, let me finish the reading. The mystery of the King James Bible is found out. The King James Bible is the book of the dead. It is Plato's book of the dead. That's really something. It's a book of it's a book is the book of the dead. The book itself was dead. 
the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, has raised the issue of the book itself. Throughout Lawmaster Archives, you'll see where I have spoken about the Bible itself. And now we come to this realization that the Bible itself was a, a, uh, was a dead book. Lord God, time your heart raised it from the dead. One can even say about the Bible or even about Jesus. Say, well, it, Jesus is taught practically all the time now, you know, with technology. He's taught. How can Tommy say Jesus is dead? Jesus was a dead issue. The Christian church does not teach the Jesus of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What, what, whatever it teaches, is, it, does, it doesn't fit the narrative of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I've spoken about that throughout Lawmaster Archives. Okay. The teaching of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is different from the teaching that the church puts forth on Jesus. They are two different things. The Bible has been a dead book all along. It's been a dead book. The issues in it are dead. If the issues in it are dead, then the book is dead. If all of its primary uh, important matter is dead, then the book itself is dead. It just makes sense. No, but like I said, the Christian church does not teach anything that I teach about Jesus, God, and the Bible. Not one thing. One church, well, I won't even go into that. It's irrelevant. Now, I want to end this episode with this. This episode is dedicated to the fact, the idea, which is a fact, of the King James Bible being the book of the dead. It is a book of the dead, indeed. A book which the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, has in a way brought to life. He's put, he has put it into use. He's made, he's made use of it and raised its dead issues. That's what the man has done. In Bible terminology, that's what the Lord God has done. And we all should be glad. The effect of knowledge, the effect of the resurrections of the, of the dead, Issues should be gladness, Glad, gladness, rejoicing, praising, praising the Lord God. And the Bible talks so much about it, okay? The Bible talks so much about it. Praise the Lord. Give God the glory and all like that. So much. But God is a man, and that man has a name, and that name is Tommy O'Hart. So if you're not praising 
if you're not praising the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, according to the King James Bible, the book of the dead, which God has raised, then you are not praising God. Always remember that. The name of God. The Bible says about his name, it says his name alone is excellent. That's what it says about the name Tommy L. Hart. His name alone is excellent. Great is our Lord and of great power. He has done wonderful things. His understanding is immeasurably great. And it says to me, your thoughts are very deep. Always make Law Master Archives your dwelling place. Follow me on Twitter. Go to Amazon.com and order from my list of books. Books by Tommy L. New Initial Hart, H-A-R-T. Or put in Tommy L. Hart slash The Prodigy Series. P-R-O-D-I-G-Y Series. But most of you know how to do that anyway. This has been dedicated to, this episode, as I said, dedicated to the idea, which is a fact, that the Bible, the King James Bible, is found to be the book of the dead, is found to be a book of the dead. I'm rejoicing. Next time.